WVOW Local News, now. A Logan woman was arrested Monday following an incident over the weekend during a high school basketball game. I'm Faith Bannister. According to the Mingo County Sheriff's Department, 24-year-old Michelle Taylor Napier was arrested by Logan County Chief Deputy M. LaFouch for charges including battery and disorderly conduct. A complaint filed in Mingo County Magistrate Court alleged the altercation occurred Saturday, January 7th during a basketball game at Tug Valley with Logan. At the end of the game, several individuals, including fans from the stands and coaches, entered the court in an aggressive manner, according to the complaint. Mingo County Sheriff Joe Smith was attending the game and left the stands to assist the lone officer with keeping control of the situation. According to the complaint, an adult Logan fan and a Tug Valley student began screaming and pointing at one another from across the court. Sheriff Smith, in plain clothes, directed the student to leave the gym and proceeded to walk across the court to the adult female, later identified as the sister-in-law of the defendant, Miss Napier. While Smith approached the female fan, the complaint alleges Napier advanced to Smith and pushed him multiple times in an insulting and provoking nature. The sheriff gave Napier a business card and directed her to contact his office Monday, January 9th, to make arrangements to turn herself in on a misdemeanor warrant. The events of the game were captured on video. Logan defeated Tug Valley with a final score of 65-58. to WVOW News is brought to you by Logan Regional Medical Center. The Women's Center at Logan Regional Medical Center, close to home and caring for life. Our family-oriented facility provides a warm and welcoming environment for families as they welcome their new baby into the world. New babies can room with their mothers throughout their hospital stay. With over 200 years of combined labor and delivery experience, our staff is trained in breastfeeding techniques and skin-to-skin care. Experience our care at Logan Regional Medical Center's Women's Center, delivering the best, close to home. The Logan County Commission conducted its first meeting of the year on Monday. The first order of business for commissioners was selecting a president with a new Republican majority. Commissioner Billy Jack Dickerson, the newly elected Republican from Davin, nominated his party ally commissioner, Diana Barnett, for president. Commissioner Danny Gobby nominated Mr. Dickerson pro tempore to act as president if Ms. Barnett were unable to preside. Commission meetings will continue to convene on the first and third Mondays of each month in the lobby of the Commission Building on Stratton Street in downtown Logan. The organization of the Commission complete, Mr. Gobby introduced Mrs. Barnett as the president of the Logan County Commission. And at this time, I would like to turn the meeting over to Madam President Barnett. Well, the first thing I'd like to do as president is to express my gratitude and respect for these two gentlemen sitting beside of me. Um, I think the three of us are going to make a great team, and we're going to move this county forward. We're going to make some changes, and we're all ready to go, right? <laughs> the next meeting of the Logan County Commission will be on Monday, January 23rd. Bill Gates says West Virginia is primed for new opportunities. Mr. Gates said there's a big transition taking place to increasingly efficient batteries, compact, and safer nuclear production facilities, and more. Gates participated in a conversation with U.S. Senator Joe Manchin at the Clay Center in Charleston before a crowd of West Virginia political figures and business leaders. Their talk was led by Marshall University President Brad D. Smith. Gates and Manchin have common ground with the Inflation Reduction Act, which includes $369 billion for energy security and climate change programs over 10 years. Manchin is the political force behind the policy, and Gates is an investor who could harness its incentives. 
I wanted to show him the opportunities. When we have a coal plant that times out, there's nothing there. It usually leaves, there's nothing in the town to take its place. We have an opportunity now to attract with that. He's able to see firsthand. He was very excited about that. Gates, the founder of Microsoft, got a whirlwind tour of West Virginia and its prominent figures. Earlier in the day, Gates met with a group of West Virginia political leaders, including Governor Jim Justice, Manchin, Senator Shelley Moore Capito, Congresswoman Carol Miller, State Senate President Craig Blair, House Speaker Roger Hanshaw, Commerce Secretary James Bailey, and State Development Secretary Mitch Carmichael at the Governor's Mansion in Charleston. Moreover, Gates visited the closed-down coal-fired plant in Glasgow, Canal County, viewing it as the kind of facility with potential to be transformed for nuclear energy technology. Organizers of the visit emphasize that no announcement is anticipated, only that Gates has shown interest in helping to breathe life into coal communities through new technology. The Gates-backed company TerraPower is planning to build its first natrium reactor in the frontier area of the town of Kermeror, Wyoming. Gates told the Associated Press on the site visit in Kanawha County that in order to expand his efforts to new sites, he and his partners need to see how the Wyoming project matures. The project is among the first to be directly related to the Inflation Reduction Act. State police are investigating unruly behavior by four juvenile inmates at the Donald R. Coon Juvenile Detention Center in Boone County over the weekend. The four teens, all 17-year-old males, got out of control at the lockup on Saturday evening, according to investigators, and caused significant damage to a wing of the facility. State police said that there were several rooms in the wing that were trashed and damage was extensive. The list included a lot of furniture with chairs, tables, and desks, as well as computers, monitors, and other electronic equipment. A damage estimate is pending. State police, along with Boone County Sheriff's Department, were called to the lockup at Julian to help restore order. It's unclear what caused the juvenile inmates to get out of hand. All four boys are now the subject of juvenile petitions stemming from the damage in the incident. A Cabell County man is now recovering after a house fire in Guyandot that left five people displaced. The fire started around 3.30 in the morning Sunday on Hagen Street in Guyandot, fire officials said. A mother and her three children, ages 3, 9, and 11, were on the bottom floor of the home and a man in his 60s lived on the top floor. All were renters at the property. Neighbors say the mom ran over with her three children and that's when the neighbors called for help. They said the Huntington Fire Department was at the home in minutes. Neighbors also say there was no heat in the room and renters were using a space heater to keep warm, but the homeowner, who was made aware of the situation just this morning, says there was electric heat. The children of the single man renting at the property say he just got off the ventilator and is recovering well. Officials said on Sunday, all five of the people living in the home were initially taken to the hospital to be treated for smoke inhalation. A Fayette County man pleaded guilty to two counts of first-degree sexual abuse on Thursday. On January 7th of 2019, a member of the Fayette County Sheriff's Department Detectives Bureau was called by a woman who stated that her son had reported 49-year-old Charles Haggerty having sexually abused him. Haggerty became the subject of an inquiry by the agency. The investigation revealed that Haggerty, who had become friends with the family and spent the summer on their property, had allegedly sexually abused the minor on numerous occasions. Haggerty was extradited to Alabama to face comparable charges, which caused a delay in the prosecution of the case. Haggerty could spend no less than two years in jail and no more than ten years. Haggerty will also be the subject of up to 50 years of extended supervised release and will have to register as a sex offender for the rest of his life. 59-year-old Ray Ramirez Bueno, a federal inmate, pleaded guilty Monday to possession of a weapon while serving his sentence at the Federal Correctional Institution, or FCI, McDowell. 
According to court documents and statements, on June 10th of 2021, an FCI McDowell staff member conducting a pat-down search of Ramirez Bueno found a handcrafted weapon, commonly known as a shank, on his person. The object was a piece of metal approximately four inches long, sharpened to a point on one end. Ramirez Bueno admitted to possessing the object and further admitted that it was designed and intended to be used as a weapon. Ramirez Bueno is scheduled to be sentenced on April 17th and faces a maximum penalty of five years in prison, three years of supervised release, and a $250,000 fine. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com or on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. It's warmer now. Next couple of days, 50 today, mix of sun and clouds, cloudy in about 32 to 34 overnight. For Wednesday, we're back to the mid-50s. We could see a sprinkle in the late afternoon, not a big deal. Thursday, though, a gusty line of showers is expected to move through. We'll be up around 62 before that happens. Some 20-25 mile an hour wind gust. Friday, it's cold enough to see a little rain mixing with snow in 38. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.